So um, this month, we're training the theme The Little Way. If you've never been here before, we do a theme every month and a playlist. And, um, but the messages change every class, and the, the workouts with that playlist will vary some. So um, The Little Way is the humble way, the way that Jesus demonstrated to us the way to abundant life. Amen? So we, if you come, often you'll get to understand more of what we're talking about. So this is today's devotion from the 30-day Little Way Challenge that I've um, modified a little bit just to be a message for you guys. So it reads, let me begin by telling you, first of all, God loves you. He loves you because he loves you because he loves you. He has no plans of ever changing his mind about you. You're his, end of story. Your whole life is made to matter over one thing, to know more and more about the height and depths of God's love. If we, God's children, lived from the reality of how much we are loved by a Father in heaven, I'm convinced we would never hunger or thirst for anything else, nor feel the need to be loved like this from anyone else. Everything we hunger and thirst for besides God is a cheap substitute, a momentary lover that leaves us feeling dirty and used in the morning. John 15 verses, uh, verses 5 and 9 say, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. I repeat, apart from me, you can do nothing. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. Remain in my love. That means in your workouts, in your eating, at the workplace, at home, in your marriage, wherever you are, remain in my love. It's important that you know that God is not going to love you anymore for weighing less. Nor will he love you less for weighing more. Amen? Nope. His love is not a bargaining chip, friends. You can't leverage the love of God. So you might say, then what's the point? Why put myself through all this pain and all this discomfort for the following two reasons? He loves you so much that he wants the best for you. Digging yourself into an early grave with a fork and a knife is not his best for you, for me. Spending anxious energy stepping on and off the scale, pinching necessary body fat that you must have to live, and cursing yourself as fat or ugly grieves the Father's heart. The enemy is trying to hang you up, enticing you to spend endless amounts of time and energy and money chasing shadows, giving God lip service with a heart that is kept far from him. And number two, obedience brings blessings. This 30-day challenge, which in here we're not necessarily doing the 30-day challenge, but this little way, way of training that we do every day, every class, is about equipping you for the obedient life, the life of a disciple. You are a follower of Christ, one who wants to be disciplined according to the love of a father who came to an orphan planet and said, 
Come home, sweet child. Come home. I am certain when Abraham was called to follow God to an unknown land, there was nothing comfortable about his yes. Abraham was obedient, and perhaps he had nothing to lose since he saw the barrenness of his earthly father's land. Abraham got comfortable being uncomfortable. Abraham walked by faith, and he became the father of a great nation. I am here speaking to you because Abraham gave his yes. Christ is the way to the abundant life. It's gonna require nothing short of faith. It's not gonna look like the world's ways of doing fitness or eating. And it's partnered with your non-negotiable obedience to get you to your promised land. Can I get an amen this morning? Friends, this is the little way. This is the humble way. This is God's way. Amen? We don't want anything, anything less, anything more. Amen? Your resistance is all the way down. Just warm up. Warm up to his love, his never-ending love, his amazing grace. Deep breath. Just breathe. And as always, sing it if you know it. Sing it if you don't know it. You're either singing or you're breathing. to the throne of grace this morning. Throw those shoulders. Let's do a little stretch to start. Open your shoulder blades. Reverse it. Open up your chest a little bit of resistance but this is a restoration ride so that's what the Lord spoke to me um, some of you or most of you know that I hurt my back in December the day after Christmas so I went from being flat on the floor to not moving to in less than three weeks being back in the saddle but I'm not gonna be stupid we don't take our gift of health and we grace and redemption and we don't get ahead of God right those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength right <laughs> So, this is a restoration ride. We if you want to add a little more resistance we than I recommend, you're welcome to. But I want you to try and to train that you're not wasting your money by doing a little bit less. That in rest Just and patience comes God's strength and God's refreshing and revival. And don't we all need that? Amen? Add a couple turns. come to the table. Come join the sinners. So scoot your hips all the way back in the saddle. Take your place beside the Savior. <sighs> Sit down and be set free. Come to the table. So your shoulders should be down and back. 
comfortable position. If you feel like you're reaching for your handlebars, loosen this right here. Pull your handlebars closer and then lock it down. Elbows are soft. Little bend right here. Put a little bend there. Use your triceps. Use your chest. Use your core. Whole armor of God, Lord, cover us today. Start your day with a solid diet of God's word. Put your armor on. Walk in praise. Pray without ceasing. Come on. To the table. Come join the sinners who have been redeemed. Take your place beside the Savior. Sit down and be set free. Come to the table. I want to tell you something. listening to every word he says everyone's welcome right and he says sit down and be set free take a seat next to your savior and learn what it means to rest you're invited to the table the banqueting table of love and grace where you're always welcome where god's love never runs out he gives wisdom to all who ask Sit down and be set free. Don't multitask while you're at the Savior's table. Can you imagine somebody coming to dinner and like rushing around the table? You'd be like, what? Like sit down, sit down, calm your mind, rest, trust, ask the Lord what the first step is. Come on. healing in all these different areas we go back to the basics right we we come to the throne of grace boldly and we ask God for what we need we confess what needs to be confessed we cry our heart out before him he's not judging us or saying would you knock it off and quit crying no he loves you he loves you he's not afraid of your mess he's not afraid of your fears but he does want he does want to deliver you from your fears. He wants you to have a big, holy fear of God to replace your little, tormenting fear of man and fear of failure and fear of rejection and the fear that paralyzes you and keeps you from staying on the little way, the path to abundant life, the narrow way. Amen? Listen, this is You Make Me Brave. Let's add another turn or two. You can feel those pedals under your feet. You can feel the friction and the resistance. 
but you can maintain this. You can maintain this for one to two, three hours. Okay? You want to come out of the saddle? Go for it. To be out of a saddle is actually a lighter load on your low back. Keep those shoulders down and back. Don't strain the traps. Elbows are right here in line with your handlebars, so they're not out here. Right here, nice and in line. Keep your weight shifted back over your seat. Now tuck your pelvis under just a little bit. Activate right here in the center. Your Pilates muscles, your transverse abdominis, your belt of truth. The way, the truth, and the life. Amen. Don't be deceived. To have our belt of truth on, that means that we pray on the holy armor of God every day. Yes, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness to protect our vital organs, the belt of truth so that we, get, we don't get led astray. But the only way to keep that belt cinched up tight is to have daily time with our Savior, time in the Word. If we don't know the Word, if we don't know the truth, we can easily be tempted to follow the counterfeit. Maybe that, that person that looks really enticing and we're led by the lust of the flesh, but it's not God's best for us. It's not God's choice of a spouse for us. Or the promotion, which could lead us astray, chasing greed and fame and more, more, more. Bouts of truth. Come on. I want you to take a water break. I want you to make it a habit to drink water all throughout your workout. And this little picture of what we do in one hour, you know, we're training and we rest and we train and we rest and we drink water throughout the whole day, throughout the whole workout. We're watered by the word of God. The earth, the world, the creation that God made is primarily water. Our bodies, primarily water. And that water stores in our muscles and our brain. And so many of us feel sick and tired and foggy and 
dehydrated. Amen. So I ask you today, quick analysis. And let me tell you, I hate more than anything, I hate this question, how many ounces of water should I be drinking in a day? Guys, eight glasses is not the set amount for everybody. But you should feel hydrated. Your urine shouldn't be really dark or cloudy. Now, it can be bright yellow if you're taking B vitamins or something like that, let's be clear. But you should be able to sweat. And you can't drink multiple cups of caffeine a day and think that you're hydrated. You just can't. It's number one cause of headaches. It's number one cause for joint pain. Hydration, water, water, clean water. Are you drinking enough water? Or do you always have to flavor it with something? You know what I challenge you to do instead of adding all these extras just to get more water in? I would challenge you to take that to the throne of grace and say, Lord, would you give me a craving, a holy craving for more water? Would you bind up my flesh, my cravings for coffee? Because that, that's real. There's a lot of coffee addicts in this world, aren't there? Can we add a big turn? Can we work this out? Don't be mad at me. We're still friends. We speak the truth in love, right? Name of Jesus. Come on. He never lets go. He is not afraid of our addictions and weaknesses. I got them too. Come on. Sing it out. We cast our cares on him. We lay it at the altar. And we don't keep flexing and letting it go and picking it back up and letting it go and picking it back up and letting it go. We let it go. We let it go. And we trust that our Savior, who never lets go of us, he's going to take it and he's going to replace those things that don't glorify him that lead to other consequences that are forcing us to step back, shrink back, stay in bed with ailments that are unnecessary. He wants to teach us discipline, obedience, because he's a good father. He wants us to have his very best. Wasting life with hangovers and guilt and shame and fleeting selfish ambitions is not God's best for us. I am not the food police. We talked about this Friday night, the health party. I talk about this all the time. I'm just your encourager, an educator who loves God more than I love food or drink or anything else. May that be our prayer today, God. May our love for you supersede our bitterness and our unhealthy cravings and our bad habits, God. Lord, do a mighty work as we slow down and we refresh in your grace today, God. Would you break the chains? Would you take from us what we can't seem to let go of? Come on, church. The chains are falling off. Chains are falling off. Come on. You're breaking free. You're breaking free. Do you feel it? Do you feel it? I feel like I'm like watching you guys and you're in this video game. Like, I'm going to age myself. Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> you guys are just plowing through brick walls 
And every time you confess whatever that chain is, whatever that sin is, or that place of disobedience, boom, the Let brick the wall explodes. Amen? Be the mountain where I run. Hydrate. The fountain I drink Hydrate. Oh, he is my song. Let the king of my heart be the shadow where I hide. The ransom for my life. Oh, he is my song. You are good. Let's do some arm circles. Let the king of my heart be the wind inside my sails, the anchor in the Doesn't waves. it feel good to open up your body? Oh, he is my Other side. Come on. Let the king of my Big circles. Come on. Be the fire inside my veins, the echo of my days. Oh, he is my soul. Both
tested. And when the night is holding on to me, God is holding on. question this was one of the this was the fitness part the fitness part is to challenge yourself ask yourself this question how often do I soak in the truth that God truly loves me and if we took an inventory you know we're, we don't want to become obsessed with analyzing our life every day but you know we have to take inventory when we own a retail business, for example. So we take inventory in our life. <laughs> and am I spending more time worrying about finances or my children or what people think of me or what I hate about my body versus how much the Father loves me, how much God loves you? What if, what if, we change the way we spent our time and we exchange meditation on His Word, His truth, His promises for our worry, our fear, our shame, our guilt, our anxieties, our infirmities. Come on, church. Down. You are good. Do you remember to breathe when you're stressed and worried? It truly is healing to bring things back to your breath, the breath of life. God used his breath to breathe this world into existence. And they are inside your head. You got a voice that sounds. You won't get past this one. You won't win your freedom. So it's realign, realign. Shoulders are down and back, elbows are in. Take a seat. No shame in that at all whatsoever. No condemnation in Christ. This goes out to the heaviest heart. Come on, here we go. Tries to disqualify us. 
saying that we're too old, or we're too weak, or we're too fat, we're too lazy, we're too fill in the blank. Maybe we're overqualified. We're too much. <laughs> we're too sick. No. Don't you think if God can save sinners like us from the pit, from drugs and alcohol and promiscuity or pride or legalism or whatever our bondage was, that he can redeem a broken body. He can renew a sick mind. He can lift the heaviness of depression. Do you believe? Do you believe? In a second, he can dissolve a cancerous tumor. In a second, he can remove parasites and yeast from our bodies. He is able. He caused his son, Jesus, who was God, who was the word, to rise again. He made a way where there wasn't one. Where are you doubting? Where are you doubting? Where do you need healing? I encourage you, stick with it. Press in. Come on, he's not done with you yet. church what are your brick walls what are you punching through come on we are not orphans we are children of God <laughs> no longer slaves no longer slaves to that orphan mentality we're not forgotten it's not like we only get three lives or nine lives we have eternal life in Jesus Christ we're constantly breaking down brick walls in his holy name amen Amen. So as you ride, we might be stationary right here on this bike, but our heart is moving. The spirit is moving. Our life is moving and progressing. Time never stands still. We're gonna encounter another wall. Another barrier, another obstacle, another hurt. And in the mighty name of Jesus, you press through it and you throw off that weight, that sin that so easily ensnares. And you keep running your race with perseverance. Amen? With joy. With joy. Pick up that pace. The situation can't be right And all you ever do is fight Nice and steady that the road is long It takes some time to make it good strong Hold on tight a little longer Run, don't kill you, make it stronger Get back up, cause it's a hollow 
will face them all and stand my ground. I got hurt totally unexpectedly and I wasn't because I did something like in that moment that was wrong but it was prolonged minor disobedience that the Lord showed me led up to this injury not doing the foam roller and stretching enough cycling training hard being in practice like just a lot and I was neglectful in that area so if God's speaking to you about drinking more water or getting on the foam roller, stretching more, or having time in his word, whatever it is, obey. Because partial disobedience, partial obedience is still disobedience, and it will come back to bite us because our Heavenly Father is a good, good daddy, and he is not going to let us be, he's not going to bless us in our disobedience and bless something that's going to hurt us and lead to our destruction or somebody else's destruction, amen? So, when I was down, I couldn't even get off the floor for a few days. I was in so much pain, nerve pain. Nothing would touch it. Medicine didn't help. And the Lord gave me Isaiah 40, 31. This song is so refreshing to me now. Those who wait on the Lord shall renew 
their strength. They will, they will, it's a promise. They will mount up with wings like eagles and soar again. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. So if you're feeling weary in some area or weak or beat down or overwhelmed, those who wait on the Lord is who this promise is for. Obey, what is he asking you to do? Listen, let's worship. He is our revival. or not and if then who where when and then trust him you are my revival jesus on you and if you're not hearing anything like i wasn't for a few days you wait you wait on your promise you Rest in his promises. Let your mind rest in his promises. Yeah. You will run again. You will run again. Come on. This song is called Live It Well. I want you to listen to the words. You got one shot. Now we get many second chances as a believer. But in the grand scheme of things, we get this one life and we get eternity with the Father. Live it well. Spend your time well. God cares more about what's going out of our mouth or out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks more than he cares about obsessing over everything that goes into our mouth. However, however, he has called us 
to the obedient life. And his death is not living on sugar and caffeine and alcohol and processed food and having no care for what we feed ourselves. And if you're not sure where to start, I'll tell you where to start. Wait on the Lord. Sit down. Ask him. Ask him if somebody's supposed to help you. Ask him what foods feed your body. Ask him to bind up all those unhealthy cravings. Ask for a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit because self-control, joy, patience, faithfulness, fruit of the Spirit. Amen? And let me tell you, he knows the anti-inflammatory diet that is best for you and for you and for you and for you and for you. And that's different than what mine's going to look like. But it will be real food and it will contain water. without ceasing and everything give thanks oh these hands are tired Trusting other people, something I don't really love to do. I've never been a fan of it. I act tougher, really, my shoulders. They so I want you to close your eyes. It's like I'm standing and Lord, I ask that you would give each of us a picture, a vision of the road ahead, the road that we're on. And friends, I don't want you to worry about what anybody else's road looks like. 
You're on the narrow path. You stay in your own lane. Don't look to the left or to the right. Put your blinders on. <laughs> a racehorse doesn't win looking around and looking back. And Ed, run this race. The runners in the race, they run to win. Now, it's not to get to the end and turn around and stick your tongue out at everybody else and flex. It's to win those crowns, to throw at the feet of Jesus when he calls you home. Keep your eyes on the road ahead. Don't look down too long or you're not going to see those brick walls that are ahead. And ask the Lord, what is it that I need? For this next leg of the race, this year, this month, this season. So when I was laid up, I had a lot of time to sit with the Lord and ask him. And he told me, I need very disciplined time in the word or I'm going to sink. So I need discipline and I need trust this year. Those are my words. Trust and discipline. Discipline to not waste time, to tell people no. <laughs> to just keep my eyes on the prize and my head in the word. No compromising time in the word. And I got to tell you, 16 days into this month, and it has already changed my life to not compromise in that area. What do you need? Do you need more water? Do you need more grace? Do you need discipline or obedience? Do you need accountability? Do you need to repent for something? Do you need to change your diet? Do you need help? Do you need more structure? Do you need healing? Do you need to throw off the weight of fear or people pleasing? or codependency of some sort. Friends, if you're going on an overnight hike or you're gonna hike the Appalachian Trail, you cannot carry too much weight in your backpack. You've gotta throw off that weight that hinders you so that you can run your race, so that you don't get hurt, so that you can endure. So that truly we have to rely on trust and grace because that shame, that guilt, that fear, that pride that won't ask for help or that always has to be right, it ain't serving you anymore. It's not serving me anymore. Amen. Name of Jesus. This is our last song already. 50 minutes in, 50 minutes in. See what, how fast it goes when you're just lost in the word, lost in the spirit, strengthens us. For criminals and every Pharisee. You came for hypocrites, even more like me. Last question, last question, train this, God, 
what could I do to be more saturated in your love? To be more saturated in your love, God. What do I need to do? Come on. Work it out. Work it out. This is between you and the Lord. Between me and the Lord.10 minutes to cool down and stretch. You climb a raging sea. 
switch feet, heels down, open up that hamstring. <sighs> One more breath. more stretches and we'll be finished. So we don't want to neglect the stretch. This is what everybody wants. Either we get too caught up in the flexibility and the stretching, we really don't do any resistance or cardio, or we have a tendency to do the strength and the cardio and neglect the stretch. So one foot up on the frame, keep your back straight, and then tip it over. So you won't be able to go as far as you could if you didn't keep your back straight but you're gonna dig deep into those hamstrings. Keep that um, foot that's on the floor straight ahead, tip it over. And then when you're ready, take the opposite hand to the foot that's forward and reach to the outside of that foot. Add a little twist, feel it in your hips, your IT band, the side of your thigh. And again, learn to follow your breath down. As you exhale, sink a little deeper. And inhale up, cross your leg over, right here, and sink it down. Back is still straight, so stick your bottom out, stack that knee on top of your ankle, and with your exhales, let your body keep sinking deeper into the stretch. Good job. Yes, Lord. We cry out to these dry bones, these broken places, God. The prodigals that are lost or the spouses who are straying, God. And we say, come alive, come home. Lord, we ask for healing and a mighty work that only you can do in Jesus' name. Amen. Come up, inhale, grab that ankle, exhale into the stretch. Pull those knees together right here. I want you to try to find a place to fix your eyes. So don't worry what anybody else is doing. And then let go of your bike. Walk on water. Step out of the boat. When your eyes are fixed on the cross, the victory, Jesus, you're going to stay balanced. That's where our wholeness comes from. If you let your eyes wander and you stray away from the little way, you're gonna get hurt. Somebody's gonna get hurt. We're gonna fall down. You're always welcome back on the narrow path though. Release it. Other side, prop that foot up on the bike. God's arms are wide open. We all fall at times. It's progress, not perfection, amen? So reach that opposite hand across. Keep your back straight, twist. Comfortable being uncomfortable. Should be uncomfortable but not painful. Lord, help us to find balance in the flexibility, in the training, in time in your word, God, in rest. Lord, it's not easy, but we know we can trust you. I pray that you would fill all of us with an increase of hunger and thirst for your word and your love, that we would sincerely meditate 
on your great love for us. Inhale up, cross it over, exhale down. Stack that knee on top of your ankle. Relax that top leg. Come on. Yes, breath of God. Breathe on us, Lord. Breathe into these broken and injured places. Lord, I lift up every person in here who is suffering every injured piece of body or mind or heart, God. Broken hearts be healed in Jesus' name. Lord, we love you. We cry out for your redemption, for your healing, for breakthrough, whatever that is. Breakthrough in marriages, relationships, boundaries with the ones that need to go. Inhale up. Grab your ankle. Last stretch. Can we do it again? Can we walk on water one more time? Fix your eyes on the prize, church. Let go, let God. The little way, the humble way. Your savior <laughs> rode into town on a donkey. He didn't puff himself up or defend himself. He spoke truth. He wasn't afraid. He allowed himself to be crucified because he saw the beginning and the end. <laughs> he trusted his father in heaven. <sighs> Release it. That's it for today, you guys. Thanks for riding with me. Thanks for being good sports and training the harder way, the little way. Amen? All right.